Blessed Juma. <laughs> that we're here on earth for Juma is such a miracle. And that we gather to honor the Juma as another miracle and to give thanks to Allah and to receive from Allah. Inshallah, the, the Juma is truly a, a receiving, it's a gathering um, to hear the word. So um, we will address that. As-salatu as-salamu alayka ya Rasulallah. As-salatu as-salamu alayka ya Bibalah. As-salatu as-salamu alayka ya Sayyid al-Awaneena wal-Akhirin. Was-salamu al-Mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi Rabbin Alameen. Oh Allah, please send your, your grace, your light, your blessings upon our beloved Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, upon the Akhli Bayt and the inheritors and the companions and the, the founders of Tariqa and upon our beautiful lineage, Hazreti Pir Muhammad Nuruddin Jarayya's mother, Amina Taslim al-Jarahi, uh, <coughs> Sheikh Musafir Ashki Aziz al-Jarahi, Sheikh Nur al-Anwar Amanik al-Jarahi, Amin, 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 upon all the circle guides, Sheikh Amina, upon all the dervishes uh, and everywhere they are. Of the, the peers. Amin, 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 Alhamdulillah. So I'll uh, just elevate them a little more. And um, yes, yeah, so I thought with all the illnesses going around, it would be um, we ask for Allah's blessing on the subject of, of this hutbah which is from the Hadith and uh, in the 101 diamonds recorded. Oh, I'll read that to you. Allah the exalted <coughs> and glorified proclaims, O children of Adam, I have given you three burdens poverty, sickness, death. Despite the humbling power of these gifts, however, you remain bent upon your own aggrandizement. This Habar, number 73, was transmitted by the sage Musa ibn Muhammad, along with its lineage to the prophet. Upon him be peace. O children of Adam, I have given you three burdens poverty, sickness, death. Despite the humbling power of these gifts, however, you remain bent upon your own aggrandizement. MashaAllah. <coughs> so, alhamdulillah. <coughs> so the main to consider is to be grateful and to remain grateful even in, in these conditions and, and not distressed and, and, and turning to Allah and relying on Allah. So let's, let's consider poverty. Poverty is an affliction. It's recognized in, in its extreme form. It's an, it's an affliction. And, uh, and even 
uh, it says that extreme poverty can drive out faith uh, because of course the, the human being can be driven to desperation. And um, from what we know that this of course will be the, the reason that the soul will bring to its Lord and say, oh Lord, you know, I did these things. I seem to have lost my faith uh, because of the poverty. And that, that will be accepted as according to the mystics, uh, inshallah, as, as the, the cover, the excuse the, for that soul. But most of us uh, taste poverty in, in different levels. We can have financial poverty, of course, and we can go through it for moments. Uh, hopefully none of us know that extreme extent of poverty. We know lack, uh, we know uh, fear of lack. And, and, um, and so these, this is a very important state to taste in our life. And um, everything really should drive us to Allah. So that should drive us to Allah. And, and usually it does, where we say, oh my Lord, I had, you had given me so many gifts. You've given me so much, so many gifts in my spirit and body and mind and in my wealth. And, uh, and now I'm in a state um, where I feel, uh, you know, I am lacking, I'm missing. So poverty, as we see, is, can be on so many levels as wealth can be on so many levels. The essential wealth, of course, is the wealth of our life. So we give thanks for that. We have to give thanks for that every day, at least every day, uh, at least, because that's the greatest gift, really. Effendi said the greatest gift is our mind. So, of course, you know, you could say life with the mind, with consciousness. So that's how I interpret maybe his understanding of mind. Of course, it's intelligence. It's um, maybe it's the second greatest gift after life is, is consciousness, intelligence, the ability, as Allah says, to speak, to express, to think, to imagine. Uh, we just, you know, let's just sit and imagine how much Allah is endowed us with. So if we keep listing all the things Allah has endowed us with, we, we hardly come to poverty. <laughs> we can't find poverty, really. Um, yes, we can have times where we don't have enough money uh, and then we feel stressed, we feel worried, whether for our family or for our own well-being. That's true. And we know where to turn. So as I said, every, every one of these three burdens is meant to turn us back to Allah, to humble us before Allah. So the humbling quality is such a great gift because when we have a lot of money, for instance, uh, resources, we can just start spending them and become unconscious. And that's the worst, become heedless. Um, and, and, and that's a place where we can begin you know on a path that's that's not beneficial to us so with restriction of means and Allah says you know I grant uh, I usually give with measure 
and why does Allah give with measure? Because we need measure. We are creatures who can easily go over bounds. And so we need measure. But Allah says to some, I grant without measure. So inshallah, may we be of those. May we be um, of those who take the measure upon themselves, who limit themselves. <coughs> and therefore, um, Allah can grant beyond measure. And also it's, it's a mystery. It's not, it's not something we can necessarily attain, but you know, I think we can actually attain that state just as we can attain the state of Rahim. I mean, inshallah, we have to, the human being, we, we have to think that way. Now we know in Allah's destiny, Ultimately, Allah is the all-powerful, and it only comes uh, from Allah's mercy, not from our work at all, not from what we do. If we do something, it's because Allah is inspiring that into our hearts. That's part of the mercy, is to inspire our desire for worship, our desire to make efforts. And um, so, alhamdulillah, let's consider sickness. So sickness is obviously a very unpleasant state. We don't feel good. We, we can feel not well spiritually. Um, and it's often a time where we see a kind of shadow self. And in, in, in as we see maybe um, what is normally hidden or kind of um, quiet because of the, you know, the, the energy and life energy and feeling good. And then when we get sick, somehow our shadow side comes out and we're able to see it. So that right there is a blessing. It's hard and it's part of the sickness. I think it's part of getting physically ill is that we feel ourselves maybe spiritually deficient or spiritually ill also. Again, where do we turn? Uh, you know, we only turn to Allah and what a humbling that is and to um, feel ourselves all of a sudden incapable and incapable inwardly <clears throat> as well as outwardly. So, um, but Allah is the healer, Allah's name, Ya Shafi. So we call Ya Shafi, Ya Kafi, Ya Mu'afi, a giver of well being, uh, a one who is sufficient for us, a one who is our healer. And we recall this beautiful prayer of Hazreti Ibrahim that I will read to you. So beautiful, this passage in um, Shuara, chapter 20, Surah 26. And it's, um, and it's um, verse 80 and it addresses Abraham. And rehearse to them the story of Abraham. Behold, he said to his father and his people, what worship you? And they said, we worship idols and we remain constantly in attendance on them. So isn't it interesting to see how in their minds, it's a virtue, their constancy to the idols is, is virtuous. He said, do they listen to you when you call on them or do they do you good or harm? And they said, Nay, but we found our fathers doing so. So here again, isn't it interesting to see Abraham trying to appeal to their own sense of, 
uh, of well-being and, and to say, look, what is really good for you and what is not good for you? So he said, do they listen to you when you're calling them? Do they do you harm or good? They said, no, but we found our fathers doing this. So <laughs> this is often addressed in Quran that many of the social conventions that are harmful for people or, or blocking their real spiritual progress are, are, are conventions that handed down or because people in authority, and, and, and this is an important point, you know, people in authority, because they say so, well, then it must be so. And I think that's important also for, for these times. So who are our authorities? Who do we take as, as truth speakers? Um, he said, do you then see whom you have been worshiping? So then he asked them to have spiritual insight and to look um, beyond the surface and to say, what are you really worshiping? Are you worshiping wood and stone? You and your fathers before you, for they are enemies to me. So this is the strength of Abraham. So to him, all of this is an enemy, not so the Lord and cherisher of the world. Rabbi Lalimin, who created me, and it is he who guides me, who gives me food and drink. And when I am ill, it is he who cures me, who will cause me to die and then to live and who I hope will forgive me my faults on the day of arising. Amen. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Oh, Allah, please send your peace upon our prophet Abraham and, and his community and send your peace upon our prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him and his community. Amen. So here, how beautiful, how tender um, that we have an insight, the Quran, gives us really these, these makams, these insights, visions into the heart of the prophet and how tender it is. So he's, he's thanking Allah for um, <coughs> creation, for being created, for guiding, for food, for razak, nourishment, sustenance, and drinking. And then when he is ill, and so he doesn't say Allah makes me ill. No, <laughs> that would... That's, uh, that's uh, the Iblis, Allah does not make him ill. We become ill by our own destiny and, and um, for our own good ultimately, but it is Allah who cures me, who will cause me to die and then to live. And, and, and who I hope forgive me my faults on the day of judgment. So I think when we're sick, to keep this prayer of Abraham in mind and, um, and to feel already the healing that is coming as soon as we get sick, is it because we start to feel like we're covering over, we're dropping down our faculties, senses, we might have pain, uh, distress, and just to feel Allah's healing presence there uh, with us is so uh, necessary part of our spiritual path. And even, even while we might be in pain, but to feel Allah, to call on Allah. And um, often that's when we do call out 
you know, Allah, 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 you know, when we're in pain and suffering. And then to feel Allah's healing, healing breath, uh, healing power uh, coming into us and, and preparing the way for something better coming and something uh, new. So the sickness is like a resetting. It's like a, a, a turning off our computer and then opening it up again. And, and so we receive new life, new knowledge new hope we know how we feel when when we are healed we everything is like a, a new life and um new possibility so inshallah uh may we remember that so this is what the great gift is both in getting sick the gift that's the harder gift is to that humbling and that turning inward turning to allah uh, dropping usually we drop all other interests it's like a little dying sickness is like a little dying and and um where we detach from the world the world has doesn't seem interesting food or uh, entertainments so or things don't have their appeal anymore it's like this little dying so um the gift of that and then the gift of course of, of renewal where allah and allah's rahman and rahim uh, bring us back into uh, well-being into life alhamdulillah so i wanted to read so of course it's not that we stay sick and the prophet always prayed for people he never prayed that oh well may you you know stay sick and uh, learn uh, from your sickness no he always prayed for healing and we have a beautiful salawat of healing um to his name Allahumma saniyana Sayyidina Muhammadan wa ala ali Muhammadan tibil kulubi wa dawaiha wa afiyatil abdani wa shifaiha wa nuril absari wa ziyaiha wa sabbihi wa salam. O oh Allah, please convey your peace to our master Muhammad and the family of Muhammad. Bless him who is the medicine and remedy for our hearts the health and healing of our bodies and the light and radiance of our eyes and bless his companions with peace. Amen. Alhamdulillah. So that's um, a beautiful salawat to recite. So in, healing and, and, and sickness are intimacy. You know, we usually retreat in our home or in our room or in our bed, in our body, in our soul in our inner heart where there is no sickness you know we we want to be there where we don't have those painful feelings so it's actually a state of intimacy with god and uh, may we experience it as such and it's certainly not treated as such by by society and of course we we don't want to overemphasize you know the blessing of it but as believers we have to allow that. And, and there's so much in society, so much clamor uh, from, you know, all the authorities and everything against it as though we could ever prevent sickness in, in, in our lives. There's a, a kind of false uh, dogma as though, well, we just, you know, 
take certain steps and we will never get sick. Well, that, that's not really the way of the believer. Um, the believer is the one who takes care of their body and takes care of their life and, and, and helps the lives of others. And then when they fall sick, they uh, turn to Allah even more deeply and give thanks for their condition and ask for improvement. So alhamdulillah. So let's consider death, <laughs> death, which is the ultimate um, sickness, you might say. <clears throat> alhamdulillah. The great Ali, radiallahu anh, and may his countenance be uh, glorified and, and honored, said, if there were not death in this world, I would not consider this world at all. It would have no, no honor. So the very fact that we die from this world is so amazing, makes it truly honorable. Isn't that interesting? And yet it's said that in paradise, there is no death. But we are made to taste death. And as it says, it's a taste, it's a door, it's not an ultimate state. Although we can speak of death, of death of the spirit or death of, um, you know, a body. Yes, you could say, but even then the body takes on different life and, and rejoins the organic uh, life stream in different ways. Um, but the, the body as a vessel for our soul, this particular body, yes, will, will die. And that's one of the very hardest things, I would say, for us to accept. To, we can say yes, mentally, we know we die. But to actually live with it, to, um, to have it be part of us. And again, Imam Ali said that he lived... Uh, with one foot in his grave, you know, and we know that some sheikhs actually made themselves their bed, uh, their a tomb, like a casket, and would sleep there just to remind themselves uh, that they will sleep. It said it's the one thing that is sure uh, about our life is that we will uh, leave it. So again, it seems it, it seems to bring heaviness to the heart. But if we consider that it's a door to the beloved, if we consider it, it's a door to uh, fulfillment, then, um, then we can only see it in the way Mevlana, Jalaluddin Said, Effendi, and Noor as, um, as a wedding day. And, and that's how we should begin from now considering our death. Uh, so not in the way that is, again, conventionally considered and frightening and, uh, and, and dreaded for the believers, for the lovers, for those who strive on this earth, for the people of Rahim, um, it's a wedding day. So let's um, take this moment and just feel that, see ourselves, just on in that maqam, just on that threshold, and uh, dressed, dressing with the apparel. And the apparel, we could say, is all that we've done in this world, all that we've offered, given every sincere action, um, those we know, those we don't know, I mean, of the actions. Um, 
will be our wedding apparel. Alhamdulillah. So may we be beautifully adorned, all of our zikr, all of our meetings, all of our outreaches, um, our love, the love that is maybe bound within our heart that is not even expressed, all of that, our love to Allah, our love to each other for Allah's sake, all of that will be our wedding apparel, alhamdulillah, and our dowry to our beloved. Amin, amin, amin. Through the secret heart of our peers of Fatiha and through the prophet of love, the one who illumines every aspect of our lives and, uh, and makes it beautiful. Fatiha. Allahumma sayyana sayyana Muhammad wa alayhi sayyana Muhammad wa sabbi wa sallam. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim. Maniki Omidin. Iyaka Nabudu wa Iyaka Nasta'in. Ihdina Sarata Mustaqim. Sarata Nidina Anamta Anayhim. Gaira Magdubi Anayhim. Walatulim. Amen. Alhamdulillah. Allah. 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 Oh, Allah, please make us of the, the poor ones, the fakirs, the ones who are um, at the Prophet's side and um, the ones who see that no matter what they are endowed with, they are the poor. Oh Allah, you are the wealthy, you are the rich, you are the giver. We are only the, the beggars, the receivers, the grateful ones, O oh Allah, please uh, empty us always so that you may fill us, O oh Allah, and uh, may we feel our, our souls, our hearts between your two fingers and your two fingers of mercy, O oh Allah, turning us this way and that way, always giving us uh, new perspectives, new understandings, O oh Allah, new, new knowledge, new love, new dimensions of love, O oh Allah, please. And, and make us among those who are, feel the, the sickness of love uh, in that sense of always longing for you and, and uh, always fulfilled by you, always healed by you, and, and, and always longing for you, oh Allah. And, and make us of those who die uh, before dying, mutu kabla ente mutu, accepting that, that that command, that wisdom, and, and dying before we die, dying, accepting our, our death, the death of, of, of our limited self, and, and, and being reborn uh, in you and through you and, and entirely for you, Allah. Amin, amin, amin. May we accept uh, every blessing, every gift in our life uh, from you as a, every event, as a teaching mercy from you, dear, dear. Beloved, amin, amin, amin. Through this grace of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, and, and the Akhli Bayt, and the grace of Hazrat Isa. This is the day of um, the Orthodox Christmas, and Hazrat Maryam, Hazrat Fatima, all the mothers and uh, all the messengers and prophets all together standing in a circle of love. 
Amin, with all humanity. Amin, Amin, Amin. Ya Fendi, Ya Nur, Ya Hazreti Pir, Ya Mina Taslima, Afatiya, Allahumma Sayyana Sayyana Muhammad, Walali Sayyana Muhammad, Wasabdi Wasalim, Bismillah Rahman Rahim, Alhamdulillah Rabbin Alimin, Rahman Rahim. Maniki Omidin, Iyak and Abudu, Wayak and Astain, Ekdina Sarat and Mustakim, Sarat and Edina and Amtanahim, Gaidam Magdubi and Ahim, Waradolin, Amin, and may we be of those who always uh, go to, to visit the sick and, uh, and find Allah with that one. Amin, 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 Ya Allah. Who, Ya Wali Nuruddin, Amin. <laughs> ya Wali, bless Wali. 